The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the people involved and do not reflect the official policy or position of any employer, institution, or agency. show this week you like that look at you look at you pressing record this time you got your finger on the trigger this time i'm out here guys we're recording remotely for the first time you guys are catching me in the brooklyn streets for the first time i feel like i'm um, like the breakfast club where like dj envy will be like in california and angela lee being like chicago and charlamagne be in new york and they're all recording and you would never know unless they say something there we go that's good that's good so what's going on how was your week what you been up to well, we're recording on a different day today, too. This is a whole different show, basically. We usually record on Sunday nights. It is Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. So we worked our work. We have cocked our cocktails. Pause. Pause that. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. I, but, yo, but my no, cock, no cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just rewind that a little Fuck bit. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's Tuesday night. So, how was your weekend, if you can remember um, back that far? Yeah, it was a long time ago. My weekend was good. Did I do anything? Oh, I went to a couple of my boys' house, um, did did some stuff in the house, got my sprinklers turned on. Yeah, um, it's landscaping season almost, even though it's cold as hell. Yeah, I don't remember doing that much this weekend. It was weird because it went by in a blur. I don't, what did we do? Well, we went out, we went out last night with our uncle. Remember that? That's right. right? It was forever ago when I got kidnapped at MTA. Yeah. Yeah, that was last night, and then, look, you know, it's funny. I I was expecting to get like some real crazy April Fools jokes, but I didn't get not one April Fools hoax type of thing this year. Well, we'll talk about that and what's popping, but I think there's a very clear reason for that. Why? (laughs) I'm interested to know. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, what else did I do? Yeah, I went, to, I went to my boy's house, hung out for a little bit over there, um, made some chicken masala, but we'll talk about that later also. <laughs> but other than that, I didn't really do much anything this week. I can't lie. This weekend, I spent time at home with the family and stuff, so I know they missed me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I finally went to Dumbo House for the first time. Dumbo House? What is that? Is this another one of your cult societies like the wing? It is, actually. It's yeah. a members-only, like, social club. It, they have, like, a restaurant, a bar. What is, what is this need for exclusivity that you people seem to, you know, you guys seem to have this longing. You guys who? To feel wanted and exclusive. You know what it is? When you're in the five boroughs, you don't have a home. You don't have space. <laughs> so you go, like, Dumbo House has a pool. You live in Long Island. People have legit pools to themselves. We don't in Brooklyn. How much? How much is the membership to Dumbo House? It's a couple thousand a year, like three thousand. Is, is it for men and women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could just go in there. It has a gym and everything. It could be like a gym membership. I don't think it has a gym. It's a full restaurant. I only went to one floor. I didn't see the rooftop. So the floor I saw was like you walk in. It's very um, you know, in in Dumbo over by Main Street, like right by the carousel. Mm, 
all the way like at the end there by Fulton yeah, Street, by where Grimaldi's used to be. Exactly by the Shake Shack and the um that okay. that River Cafe place. So it's over there. So it has the nice view all over it, and mm-hmm. you walk in. There's like community tables, those big long wooden tables. But then there's like little foursome seats set up, so where, like you and your friends could grab down a seat or whatever. It was packed. Mm-hmm. We could not get a table. We could not get anything. We ended up leaving with the guy who we came with who was a member but it was so crowded and I was like I'd be damned if I paid three thousand dollars a year to come in here on a Friday night and still not be served and not have any type of with with that three thousand dollars when you go in there do you start to pay for stuff absolutely so the restaurant and everything you're still paying for so you're just paying you're just paying that money to really be able to use the facilities and enter the threshold of the uh the building and their bathrooms weren't that nice I was surprised by that but because, like, the wing bathrooms, even though it's a totally different thing, the wing bathrooms have, like, all the nicest amenities, the nicest rooms, and all of this stuff. They have, like, a regular-ass bathroom. I was like, do, do you care to tell them about the news you shined to me yesterday about one of my, I feel so great about it, about this wing, uh, this, this, this cult you're part of? I'll let you, I'll let you share the news, that, that what's going Men on. Men have to be allowed into the wing Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take this opportunity. If there are any wing members listening, don't invite any men. How about that? How about you join the women's only club? How about you don't bring any men in? That was the point. But why? But why? Why? Why, why do we have to? Uh, you know, we had this conversation with them. You guys want to be exclusionary and discriminatory in this 29, this you year 2019? Right you know, you're no different. You're no different than the, the people who hate uh, certain genders and certain uh, ethnic ethnicities and, you know, sexual orientations you guys know no different you guys should just fly a confederate flag in the backs of your cars and you know vote for trump or all of that stuff this is, this really? is your people. really that's what we should do <laughs> this, is, this, this is the kind of mindset you guys are, uh, listen, are, are guys, really listen 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 the wing is a woman's only co-working space i joined this there's no have... such thing as women's listen. only in 2019 I clearly there was until so these dudes started coming in there. But I joined it because I like the idea of a woman's only space. You know, people walk around and they used to walk around in whatever clothing they felt comfortable in. There was no. They can still do that. No, they can't because there are men in there. So what? I, listen. So now, what you identify there is a legal case against this as discriminatory. Men are being allowed in as guests. Fine, if that's what we have to do by law, fine. But I just would like to talk to the girl that brings a man there. I just hmm. want to know why. I'm just curious. Why? Just just let me know when they open up the applications and the memberships for men. I won't. And, uh, I won't well, because I don't want you there. Well, I'm going to join just for shits and giggles. Yeah, whatever. And I'll be in there. It's swimwear. Like, hey, girls. Annoying. That's what you'll mm-hmm. be. Annoying. Yeah, fine. That's fine. Yeah, Dumbo House. Um, would I join Dumbo House? I, how much? How much is it? Probably like two, three thousand dollars a year. That sounds about right. I would not. Hmm. I wouldn't join. I just that Friday night feel like I need it to be. If I think of a social club like that, I want it to be kind of empty. That place was hmm. packed like the damn club. Like this is not. This was nothing special about this. Mm, this is like a warehouse that you got to pay three thousand dollars to go into. Yeah, like if I if I want if I'm a member of a social club, I want it to be sparse. That when I walk in, there's always a seat for me. And and everybody knows your name. <laughs> Look, maybe it's Cheers, maybe it's not, but I want it to be more comfortable to me. Like this guy's a member, the guy we went with, and like they were like, "Well, we'll let you know if a table comes up." No, what the fuck out of here! I pay all this money. No. I need a table to be available. 
Is this it's the same not all like, this money because I'm sure there are social clubs that are not even on my radar where there is literally always a seat for you. So I know that this is probably small time, but have you ever been in the Soho house? No, it's the same same thing though. Same same idea. We should start our own social club. I would love that. I think I would have all the right ideas in terms of aesthetics. Well, obviously not, because you're not letting any men into your social club. So I said uh, aesthetics. I didn't say values. <laughs> well, let's have a let's have a nice looking place with no values. Real smart there, champ. If I designed one, it wouldn't be women's only. We've done that already. The wing exists. It would be unisex, but it would be lit. Because I I like pampering. I know a lot about pampering and like what's nice and what people like to look at. I think I would do a good job at that. People would love to come to my co-working space. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll start one. So let me ask you a question. I, I've, how much, so I, I was talking to somebody and I realized I really don't drink a lot of water at all. How much water do you drink in, in relation to liquor and caffeine? You don't, I know you're not a coffee drinker, but what's your, what's your pie chart like? Well, what day of the week is it, number one? That's a good question. Let's go with Tuesday today. What's your what's your intake looking like? Today, Tuesday, I drink a half a gallon of water because I have this big gallon jug, and I made it halfway through. But the way my bladder is set up, if I go through the whole so thing, did you drink a quarter of a gallon or a half a gallon? A half. I, I drink. It's a whole gallon, and oh. I drink half of it. So it gives you the hourly breakdown of what you're supposed to be drinking. So it's just like oh, eleven. Those little cute things you and your wife got. Yeah. So I drink half of that, maybe a little more or less than half. I don't remember, but I think it's about half. Um, and Compared to my alcohol intake, I think I may have had two shots of whiskey in this drink I'm drinking now. That's about it. So, you know, two ounces. Well, my shot is probably like four ounces each. So, so maybe four ounces of liquor and 64, ga- 64 ounces of water. Jay, and like mixed it. And then, but to drink, what else have I had to drink today other than I had orange juice this morning. Um, so other than that, it was just water all day. <laughs> mixed, I'm like I'm gonna die right now listening to this. <laughs> and then I had a little, I put a little Pepsi in this, so I'm definitely ahead. Of, I'm plus on the water I'm scale. Tell you what I've had today, <laughs> I have had one plastic solo cup of water, two cups of coffee, mm. and two alcoholic beverages. Well. Your lips is probably dry. <laughs> no, they're not. Like, I don't drink anything. Like, I'm never thirsty. I went to work out, and I took a few sips of my water during my workout, but the bottle was, like, three quarters full when I went to work out, and it's, like, a quarter full now, so that's not a lot. I drink a glass of water and a half of a bottle of water, and not even a big bottle. <laughs> well, I don't drink that much water during the weekends. On the weekends, I could maybe have a one little red solo cup of water, and... To a quart of alcohol. <laughs> it, could, it could be a whole quart. I ain't gonna lie to you. Not a quart, though. I'm just picturing like a wonton soup. Container. No, it, it could be that. It could be that much. Because I mean, you know what it is? I day drink, so I'll crack the drink and you know that's a good. That's another good question too. What time? What time do you start drinking? I Any mean, time afternoon is acceptable to me. I mean, that's what we were raised on. But I mean, yeah. if I was on vacation, if I'm if I get up at nine o'clock and I'm at ten, I'm drinking at nine o'clock. I don't you care. Remember your wedding when we were like taking shots at like abnormally right. early hours. Exactly. So like exactly. But I, if I'm at home, I try to keep it to afternoon. So afternoon, well, not afternoon, but after twelve o'clock. So at twelve o'clock, I mean, if I start drinking from twelve o'clock and I don't go to bed till like eleven or twelve o'clock at night, the yeah, night. You, that's what I'm saying, but it's not anything is you never get drunk. It's not like you're really tipsy. You just 
got a lot of alcohol in your system. But you know what's interesting is that even my alcoholic beverages are really small. I don't even think I put four ounces of liquor in my drink because my drink, like viewers, you can't see this, but we're on video. My cup is not even, it's about a six ounce glass and it's not even an eighth of the way full. Like it's well, so, really, so you, I just, just don't drink a lot. You're just drinking the wet your whistle. Mm -hmm. You're not really like consuming it. Yeah, and I, and, and I make them strong, but not even really. It's not, cause I, this is gin and grapefruit juice. It's still very pink. So you know what that means? That means it's not about the alcohol or the taste or what it is. It's uh, a hand-to-mouth thing. No, it's about the alcohol. No, you know what it is? Because I realized I realized a long time ago, like if I was in the club, <laughs> no, if I, I was in the day. <laughs> if I was in the club, well, I mean, it's not about the alcohol, but it's obviously not about the strength, the taste, or how much you want to drink. Because if you're putting that little bit of mine in there, because well, when I was, not, it is a strong drink. It's just not. It's just very precise. It's like. If it's a three ounce drink, which is a small drink generally, it's like a half, an ounce and a half, and an ounce and a half. It's just small, but well, the you know, concentration is there. But I realized when I was used to go to parties and stuff like that, and if I was like on a dance floor or walking around, or if I hold a drink in my hand, I'm gonna sip it every like few seconds, every you know, 15, mm -hmm. 20 seconds, and it'll go fast. But if I put it down and I keep coming back to it or whatever, then it lasts a lot longer. True. I yeah. think it's it's like I think it's like one of those cigarette addictions. I drink my drinks faster because I hate holding them. That's like well. fifty percent of my reasoning. I don't want to put it down. Somebody's bumping me every five seconds, so it's spilling on me. And I I I tend to chug my drinks in the club just because I'm over it. Well, you probably got guys buying you drinks. So if I got I try to savor the flavor when I'm in the club because I'm spending my own money here. Heard savor the flavor. Pause. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> So last you, thing, and we'll end with... How, how, you, how you doing with your, your port giving up thing? With your oh my God, that's exactly what I was just about to talk about. So pork, I miss pork a little bit, but let me tell you what I really, really miss. I miss sour powers. I miss sour Skittles. How often do you get that stuff? Fruit, fruit roll-ups. I miss, like, listen, I have the candy taste of an 11-year-old on the three train at 7 a.m. That's nuts. You're just eating, pow you're popping Skittles and sour powers at 7 a.m. in the morning? No, I said I have the candy taste of, that's what these kids on the three train at 7 a.m. be eating for breakfast. That and, like, flaming hot Cheetos with Those are disgusting. Those with are juice. Hot Cheetos. They're going to be not learning anything all day but nonetheless those are my candy tastes i have the same tastes as brownsville children brownsville children. wow wow i like wow. sour skittles i like starburst i, I like, like it every now and then i like sour gummy bears i love it all i love candy you're out of control grow up <laughs> no i know i have I don't, <laughs> and i don't like chocolate i don't like any of that like <laughs> with, your, with your baby drinks and your candy <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, all right? Listen, I do not need any adult candy. No, no, nothing fancy. Don't make it too healthy either. No yeah, real food. I, I used to like candy like that, but I don't drink it anymore. You don't drink, drink it. Drink it. I mean, I don't eat it anymore. You know, I've actually resorted to eating cough drops. What? Now you just, that's withdrawal. Now Trader Joe's really... makes these herbal cough drops. It's not like, they're not like halls or anything. They're more like, toward ricola on the spectrum like more taste than actual ah, 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 you know yeah i don't i'm not a big candy guy like that not anymore every now and then i'll treat myself so mm. you know mm, well good catching up with you yeah
What's poppin', man? I'm sure everybody's heard the bad news about the man Nipsey Hussle, man. Got popped out in L.A. by some punk. Some they just, they, Actually, they caught the guy, though. They just caught the guy today. Eric Holder, we speak your name, you piece of shit. Uh, yeah, we shouldn't even speak his name, but he got donkey today on Charlemagne. By Charlemagne, but it's sad, man, because a lot of people respected Nip- Nipsey. I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of Nipsey. I listened to a couple of his tracks and stuff, but... You know, and I listened to some of it after, like, you know, after all of this happened. And the dude had talent. And from what I hear, he was uh, very good, very big in the community with his store, you know, giving back to the community and stuff. And then, you know, he they try to slander his name, say he was a gangbanger and all of that. But I don't think he was like, you know, he wasn't out there actively gangbanging anymore. Kind of like Snoop or The Game, anybody. These guys ain't actively out there, you know, throwing they set, repping they set. I mean, maybe they do, but. You know, it was it was it was what got them they claimed the fame probably, but yeah, man, rest in peace. I pray, I pray, I pray for his family, cause that is a devastating loss. He was like, you know, he was on his his star was rising on on the music front. He's been doing his thing in the community and in entrepreneurship and real estate. He's been doing his thing in many areas for a while now, but the fact that he came out with the album Victory Lap, an album that I listen to, which I think is a big indicator because I don't really listen to rap like that unless it's Jay-Z. So for me to know his album front to back meant he's becoming a household name now. And, you know, he was Grammy nominated and it's like he had a beautiful family. And it's like, but my thing with it is is really like, it's starting to feel very conspiracy theory-ish because of all the rappers, Nipsey was furthest along in really speaking truth to power, you know, trying to dismantle inequitable criminal justice policies. He was scheduled to meet with the LA commissioner's office about gang violence, I mean, about police violence with the youth. In his Today, I think he was supposed to do that if he was to. He was making a documentary on Dr. Sebi, who really, the food industry could have killed Nipsey Hussle because Dr. Sebi's ideas really fly in the face of everything we think about nutrition. And yeah, like, but you know what? I don't want to blame. And when you think blame. about it, it's a, it's like, I'm not saying that it was a conspiracy, but I'm saying we tend to lose. If if you compare him to all the rappers that we have nowadays, him and maybe a few other guys, but he, he comes to mind first, even before his death, as one of the more progressive of them. He's not just he's not talking about like murder, death, homicide consistently he talks about like actual growth and business and things like that in his music and he was living it and it's like it's not a coincidence that you know martin malcolm huey like all these people like all of the people who say what needs to be said and kind of do what needs to be done often end up dead way before their time that that's that's an undeniable you think it's not a coincidence though I i i don't think it's a coincidence but i don't know what i don't know who paid eric holder it's i can't connect the dots but I do see the pattern of like, when you start speaking, you you know, when you start doing what you need to do, these guys die before their time. So it's like, I, I can't. I, well, like the backstory back the back that, back that I heard was, you know, Nipsey, host, Nipsey told this guy, Eric Garner, he was trying to come around and come into the shop. And he was like, yo, get out of here, get out of here. You can't be in here. Cause he's like kind of, I guess he, I don't know if he was mentally challenged, not yeah. mentally, but, but he told him to get out of here. And he didn't appreciate the, the embarrassment or whatever. And came back and, you know, 
whatever. He doesn't matter, to be honest. I mean, but again, I don't want to blame him on any conspiracy theory because I don't know. But I mean, he sounds nobody like nobody knows. Dude. But what he I'm saw, all I'm saying he sounds is, like he's like a dude that was just offended, embarrassed, or whatever, came back in with a vengeance and you know committed that tragic act. But yeah, and maybe he is. That's a whole nother problem about gun violence and access to guns. But this point still remains that we lose good ones way too early a lot of the time. And it's really, really unfortunate, but not, not just for the community, but for his family and for everyone else involved. Yeah, gun violence, be it to whatever it is, we tend to lose the good ones really early. And it's a shame. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They won't, they won't take, uh, they won't get rid of Wendy Williams or anybody like that. I mean, you know, it sounds bad, but like we made up a whole list sitting at the wing yesterday. And I was like, why don't you take like, you know, th- let me not even go there because these people. But yeah, yeah I made a whole list. There's, there's a whole lot of people we can really give us Nipsey, and we can give you three or four <laughs> Negroes to take with you. They um, Ti uh, put on his Instagram. He's like, "Yo, y'all let Eric Zimmerman live, uh, Zimmerman live, but y'all take Nipsey. Like, if the hood is like you got like they ain't gangsters. Like, if stuff that happens to the black community by other people than black community, white people or whoever." police, even anything. I'm not advocating violence on anybody, but these people are getting away with it. You know what I'm saying? And you let these people slide, but the person who's actually doing good for the whole for the community, they let Eric Eric Holder take them out? Come on, man. Like, why, why is that? I don't think that's a great framing. But why, you, yeah, why don't these people, why don't these people, if they're so mad and they got so much anger, why don't they take it out on, on somebody who's worthy of dying? And I hate to say something like that, but it's like, I don't understand the equivalence, though. Like, you got people who who have been wronging and doing injustice to the black community for a long time. Like George Zimmerman shot Trayvon. Like George Zimmerman shot shot Trayvon. These the cops who get found guilty for doing stuff to people, you know, innocent people, or he's saying, why don't why don't these yeah why don't they exactly why don't they direct their energy to people who who did something productive? You know what I'm saying? They have all kind of things like protest groups called like Rise and Resist. You know what I'm saying? Like these people are just they they it, people protest real quick, but then the people who are the real hitters out here who are willing to take a life and shoot and kill somebody, waste you know doing it on people who don't need to be dying. You know what I mean? People who are doing good for their community. Hmm. So, That's a fine point. But yeah, prayers go up for Nipsey and his family. That's really really devastating. I go in London. I just I could not like I couldn't watch anything. I couldn't watch any videos. And then she posted finally right before we started to record. And I just, I, like, I cried for her because I was just like, that is so devastating. As a woman, you text your brothers, you text your boyfriends, you text whoever, and you think, like, oh, they're busy. They didn't text me back. And you find, like, you realize, like, they're dead. You asking them what's for dinner and they're dead. Like, that is devastating. And I read something yesterday and it was like, if you're wondering why this Nipsey Hustle thing hits you so hard, it's because we as a people are suffering from PTSD. And this could be our brothers, and it has been our brothers for many of us. This could be our fathers, our boyfriends, our husbands, and it has been for so many of us. We as a people experience this kind of violence way more than anyone else in this country. So when you see this with Nipsey Hussle, this is why it made me want to cry, because I'm like, that could be any number of the men in my life, easily. Yeah, it hits hits home. That is traumatic. It hits a lot harder than most other people being killed. Because either one, not that anybody knew, not that I knew Nipsey Hussle personally, but you could probably relate to him in a sense to where he's a young black man doing his thing or whatever. But again, I mean, I don't even know if that's that relatable because I'm not a rapper. I wasn't, 
you know, in that scene that he was in. But it just seemed like totally unprovoked, unwarranted, and another innocent black life taken from from us. That yeah. he, he was a father, a, a, a husband, a, a son, a grandson. You know what I mean? Like he had. It, it was. It just. I I fit the bill on most of it. If if it was a checkbox of things, I would probably check most of the boxes that he would check. You know what I'm saying? Right, and that's what makes it crazy because just like my gut sank when I heard the news. So if my gut sank and I don't know this man from Adam, I just can only imagine that what his actual family felt was like, just totally like suck. Like, like you see videos of people falling on the floor and stuff. And I get it. The Mm -hmm. physical response that I had and I don't know him was strong and it stayed Mm -hmm. strong. I had knots in my stomach for a while hearing that because it was so like surprising. So imagine like you actually knowing the person. Like that's really that's really uh devastating and I feel bad for his family. But rest in peace, Mr. Rest in peace. Um so something a little more lighthearted. Do you still watch Billions? You put me on a long time ago. Funny you say that because I got to season two in some change and I don't know, I lost interest in it, but then I keep hearing the buzz coming back with the new seasons about to drop. It's so out. I start, yeah, I started watching catching up before I left off and I started with season two again and uh it's a good show but the problem is it I feel like that show requires a lot of attention to watch it mm. you have to sit down and focus on it you can't just have it playing in the background yeah you have to have it playing in the background you can't have it playing in the background and you're doing something else really not paying attention to it you know so it's hard for me to dedicate that kind of focus and attention to a show right now but um I do want to get back into it like, well, you catch up I'll give you some idea. I did not catch up on. I watched season one, probably episodes one through three, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I picked up on season four, and I watched episodes one, two, and three. And I feel quite fine. Really? I asked maybe one or two questions, and it, like not even an annoying amount of catch-up questions. Like it's still the same shit. He's still doing the same. Sh- Axe is still doing the same thing. Yeah, but it sounds like it sounds he like the guy. The it's not like the, the U.S. attorney's like on his side now. They're like working together kind of thing. They are. They are. But you see, like, you know, Showtime is like HBO in that, you know, like that season one, that, that season episode one, that episode one of the season, they, they give you that five-minute recap. Like, you, when I saw that, plus, like, the two questions I had to ask, I felt up to date, and I'm up to episode three, and I don't feel like I'm in the dark on any aspects of this. Well, maybe, I mean, but I, I do like to watch these things. No, sure, but it is a intensive, um, attention-grabbing show. I get that. So if you don't have the time, you might want to consider watching that see episode one recap and moving forward with life. Yeah, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But, oh, speaking of a show that um, I just watched, I started watching that new show with Idris Elba. I watched the whole season. Turn Up <laughs> Turn Up Charlie. What, where, what, where is it? Netflix. It's called Turn Up Charlie. And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, his name is Charlie. He's a uh, old DJ. Had like one hit a long time ago. You know, it just was a legit DJ. No, I know. He got that new song out with Sean Paul. It's pretty bossy. It's called bossy. Well, I want to hear that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he's like a washed up DJ, and he he goes to DJ his friends or somebody's wedding, and his old friend comes back into town, and he's like a rich movie star who married a big another a big time like DJ. And they help him get his career in track. He starts watching the little baby girl, their kid, being like a nanny for them and stuff like that. But she helps him out with his DJ career. 
it's pretty funny. Good dialogue. He's got the old guy. All the guys got the British accents and stuff. So it's pretty. Decent. Is it just Alba in most of the scenes? Yeah, he's in every scene. I watch. Yeah, everybody, because you're a fan, you're a groupie. That's why. Everybody, well, I would cares? have to be a lot closer to him to be a groupie. I can't be a groupie from outside. They, the- they, got, they, got cute, they got cute women in it though too, so it's not bad. No, I mean, I'm, it sounds good though. Um, I think uh, I, I like that it's on Netflix also because I can watch it at my own leisure. It's only a half hour each episode. I got through. Oh, like, the whole se- I got through the whole season in one day. That is perfect for me. So it's good. It's only eight episodes, so you know, four hours of time you get through the whole daggone thing. What was I going to say? It was another show that you made me think of. Oh, uh, I guess it'll come back to me. I've I've been enjoying a show lately. I just, it slipped my mind what it was. Um, It'll come back to me, maybe. maybe. What's up with your girl, Wendy? I heard she relapsed. Yo, Wendy needs to stop. Is she, she relapsed on what, though? Her drug of choice back in the day was cocaine. She was unclear this time around what she was abusing. But she said she was back to abuse. She didn't say back to. She said she was abusing substances. So I don't know whether it was something new like alcohol or whether she's back on coke. I don't know. Yo, she looks terrible. Is cheating on her with the utmost disrespect. Baby has been born via his side chick. And posting pictures of them on vacation. Like, Wendy, I don't know what you're doing, girl, but. Then she looks terrible, that's why. You ever seen her without makeup and stuff? Why? The reason why is because he's trash. But... Well, I mean, she's trash, too. No, she is, and this is why I don't have a lot of sympathy. She's trashing it. I shouldn't say anything, because I don't know their relationship. All I'm saying is that to... I think she's trash for not leaving him, and I think he's trash for not leaving her. Do you know what he said? He said, we cannot afford to be without her. Meaning him and the side chick. I will stab you. Yeah, but she's stupid. That's what I'm saying. I will stab you. What, like, do you know what the implications of that are? Like, basically. You're just our bank. You're our financier. (laughs) I will finance stab you. (laughs) Like, that is so wild. Like, it infuriates me every time I hear it or repeat it. Because it's just, like, the goal. And, yeah, she's back on drugs. And she's taking another break from her show. She's worked Fury. Just cancel the show. Nobody wants uh, yeah, to I don't know what kind of contract she got because if the two people, if the executive producer and the talent, are, she must be making a lot of money because if the executive producer and the talent are carrying on like this, any other black people would have been way canceled. So the fact that they be in this patient with her and let her go in and out of rehab, but you know what? Also, it probably boosts the ratings because whenever she comes back, these Midwestern white women, daytime TV watchers, are probably on it. Like, oh, Wendy's back. I need to hear all the dish. I need to look at her every move to see if she looks like she's on drugs. The ratings when she is back are probably so phenomenal. She has to be making them a ton of money because anybody else would have been canceled carrying on like this. So, so they only do it because uh, <laughs> they watch her, they watch for her downfall and when she comes back. They, they But think about it. What other black people would have be carrying on like this and keep their show? They cancel us for anything. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch her. Uh, no, what's, funny, what's, funny, what's funny is, like, I, I, I watch TV in the morning, and I just happen some, a lot of times, more often than not, it used to just happen to come on, and they used to joke, like, oh, he's always watching Wendy Williams, and I'm like, I hate this show, but it just happens to come on after the news, and then I just never change the channel. It's like, God, why is the show always worship is like, I don't know who watches it. I think Ma watches it, because she's home watching it at daytime TV, but... I, I think her audience is mostly white people, which is what makes me dislike her a little bit. 
because I feel like, like she says all of this trash and she talks so much junk about people and it feels like she's like almost like a traitor. That's why I like when 50 get on her. <laughs> yeah, because she's, she always plays herself. Like you're black. Like you talk about black people, like they're beneath you. Like she has that light skin, like her family, she used to talk about on the radio was like a Jack and Jill family. And she has this like very elitist kind of attitude and she talks about people like like she has the supreme values and like she has the supreme morality and it's like Wendy you're a former drug addict who has had tons of plastic surgery and seems grossly unhappy under all of this facade so like stop playing go sit down with yourself keep it up so hard and she looks like a dude she looks like a question mark yeah she does look terrible oh my god they showed those pictures of her when she was on the beach with no makeup on. I was like, ah. He flies the girl down there. Like, they go on vacation, and he'll put the girl on another floor in the same hotel so that, I guess, when Wendy takes her medicine and goes to sleep or whatever, he's out. I'll, let me repeat. <laughs> I'll stab you. That's great. I wonder how he gets over The goal. I would be on drugs again, too, if I, for some reason, had stayed there. The thing is that I like peace. So even if I had to give you half, even if, if I had to give you three quarters, honestly, like I'll be in a happy ass studio with God's grace and I will be fine. Like I'm, you're not pushing me back on drugs to keep up this facade. Nope. Can't well, see. You hope so. But. I can't see myself trying to perp. Like we know we, she is the only person still buying into this lie of a marriage. The only but she flashed her her ringless finger on one of the tabloid shows the other day, so maybe she's trying to send a signal that she ain't she ain't sleep. Yeah, well, hopefully she gets her life together. But I doubt it. Who cares? I wonder how Chloe's doing because Tristan Thompson is clearly still out here. Wendy and Chloe should get together. What do you mean he's still out here? Have a little seance. What do you mean he's still out here? Stab both of these people. Um, he got they, somebody posted a. Uh, uh, he tried to jump in somebody's DMs and she po- and she blasted him. Mm, that's not right. Is it? I mean, he's single now, I think. So I guess, like, whatever. But you don't gotta do your baby money. Like, just stop being a whore. Like. But are they? But I heard there was like a big drama on the premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and stuff. And There's how always this, how this, yeah, but how this chick ruined their lives. The Jordan. Please, we passed that already. Jordan ain't ruined nobody's life. That Tristan ruined their lives. Hmm. Yeah, I don't watch none of that ratchet nonsense. So, Law and Order. That's what I watch. Law and Order, the longest running TV what? show on TV. Yeah, you saw that. They. Yeah. It's it's been it's not. It's not. It's not the longest running. Cops, I think, is the longest running still. Is that a drama? Cops, the show, like Bad Boys. Bad. That's not a drama. I think Law and Order is the longest running drama. Mm. Cops. Is- Pre-reality TV. That's like the OG reality. That's the original reality TV right there. Yeah. It's a great show. I still watch it every all the time when it's on. One more thing before we end this uh, segment. They're going to start charging us for plastic bags in New York. How do you feel about this? I'm okay with that. They're going to start charging you to go past 60-something street in Midtown. Oh, tell me more about that if you know more. I'd really like to know. They passed the congestion pricing plan. What does that mean, though? Is there like a toll road? Uh, you're gonna have to pay to go to Lower Manhattan. Pay who? Where? Pay the city, like a toll. Where? I have to drive through a toll booth. No, they're gonna have. They're gonna put those cameras up that take you, that capture your plate picture. 
And they got to mail me a bill? Yeah. Or you have a credit card set up on file, kind of like easy pass type of thing. Fuck you, New York. I can't even drive <laughs> around the city. Like, what? So tell me what the, the specifics are. I don't know the whole specifics, but I know it's the old of lower Manhattan up until, like, I want to say 60-something street or 50-something street. So every north-south street is going to now have toll booths at some 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 marked street in the midtown area? Yeah, I think I think they're going to put them, like, a perimeter around the city. Like, from water to water, from, you know, the Battery Park to 50-something street. And, uh, you, you know, when the, but the governor of New Jersey was complaining because he said... You know, to come to New York now from Jersey, you got to pay the Lincoln or the Holland Tunnel, and then you still got to pay to come in because it lets and you off. And the Lincoln and Holland Tunnel is fifteen goddamn dollars. And they let you off right in Midtown, so now you got to pay a fee. Oh, that's cool. Who? Uh, when did this pass? Is this something to do with Trump? Uh, no, it's De Blasio. And, De Blasio. Uh, De Blasio. I think Cuomo's in on it. Somebody. There are a bunch of people in on it, but I don't know if it's gonna pass. I think it might. Be. No, I need to like get active. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much it is, but it's going to be something. And um, oh. it's not going to take effect till they said 2020 or 2021. Yeah, it's ugly. I mean, I don't drive to the city that often, so I don't really care that much. And I definitely I don't drive either. But is the congestion really that bad? What is the problem? It's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, you try to go in Manhattan like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. You I get it. You just don't do it. The price is your your time. If you yeah, choose to do that. That is that is the price. The problem and the problem is that that's not going to dissuade anybody because the people most that's of the people it are delivery people, are messengers, are taxis. The price who they, who they furlough, who they, they're going to furlough those costs to the consumer. So now when you go on a taxi, they're going to be twice the price now because that's you got to pay one. a fee. Or that's now right. when you when you got a delivery service delivering cold cuts to your deli or whatever business you got, now you the delivery that. fee now the delivery fee just went up because they got to pay. That's a really good point. That's so who, who so who pays this? Everybody else except the uh, the work, the, you know, the people who need to be paying it. But it's stupid. That's really, really a good the, point. the bag thing, I'm okay with. I mean, those bags really do cause a lot of pollution. So I hear, but um, and I don't really like. I, I'm fine with paper bags. I'm fine with the reusable ones. You know. I like my reusable bags to grocery shop, particularly the Trader Joe's ones that go on your shoulder. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I keep oh, a big food without your fingers going like purple at the tips. I keep a big Ikea bag in my back of my trunk. And when I go to the shopping, I just dump everything in that big Ikea bag and throw it over my shoulder and carry it, whole everything in the house. They're going to have food bazaar. It's so funny. Like, everyone, it's so interesting, the cultural difference. We live, I live around the corner from a food bazaar. But I do my shop, the majority of my shopping at Trader Joe's. At Trader Joe's, if you don't have a bag, they're kind of like, nah. Like, <laughs> like, you know? upon. <laughs> Meanwhile, whenever I bring my bag to Food Bazaar, the women, like, do not get the concept. I'm like, oh, I have my own bag. And they will, like, literally look at me and keep putting it in the plastic bags and then hand me the plastic bags. I'm like, you can put it in here. But don't they give you a discount when you bring your own bag, like 10 cents or something like that? Not at Food Bazaar. At Trader Joe's, maybe. Whole Foods definitely does. No, I think if you bring your own bag, they're supposed to give you a discount. They don't give you shit at Food Bazaar. They clearly don't get the concept, so they are not going to apply any discounts. Hmm. They literally will not put the stuff in the bag. Oh, mommy, I can't do that. Why can't you why, put why can't you in put my it? bag instead of the plastic bag? I literally have to put the plastic bags in my shoulder Trader Joe's bags. Well, that's kind of pointless, then. <laughs> it is. I mean, I kind of need plastic bags once in a while. Like, because I've been using the reusable bags, I have no plastic bags for, like, to bring my lunch to work. And that's the next thing I need, I guess. You need a lunchbox. Get a lunchbox. 
I have a lunchbox, but I always feel like it needs to be in plastic in case any liquids spill. I feel like they're always these, these glass. These glass Tupperwares have their lock thing on there. Nothing spills. I still use plastic Tupperware sometimes. Oh, well, my birthday's you know, coming up. You, cl- you clearly you, whole set of plastic. You, you you glass Tupperware. You mean you clearly do not care about the environment. I have them. I care about the environment because I don't want to throw them away. I killed this many animals or whatever for this. I'm gonna hold on to these containers. Using, using plastic Tupperware, plastic bags. None of these things are contributing to the longevity of our... I think I need a reusable plastic bag or something. I do try to reuse my plastic bags. A, because I don't have many, but B, because I do want to not use more than I need. I try to use the same plastic bag every day for lunch until, which always happens, some liquid inevitably spills. And then I have to get a new bag. Well, That's need, why I still use bags. You just need new Tupperware. Because I make salads, and I feel like tomatoes and stuff like that, the more they sit, they produce liquid. No, that's not true. I don't care. I think it is. Right. Mix your fixings with your salad. But that cues us up very nicely for our next segment. What have you been cooking? I know you made some chicken marsala. Tell me about it. Um, well, I don't know where I messed up at in that, but it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good, but it looked like, like coconut curry chicken. It was like yellow. It, it, it looked like, like that. I said that is some Western looking yeah. chicken marsala. Yeah, it looks like it looked like coconut curry chicken. It wasn't really brown, like, but again, I think I messed up somewhere because the recipe I had called for, like, four chicken breasts, but I had, like, 12, so I had to, like, chime times everything by three. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of probably messed up on some measurements somewhere, but, and I probably used a little too much um, ground mustard, but it's probably what gave it that yellow color, but. What yeah. goes into chicken marsala? Marsala lime, believe it or not. Which is not the easiest thing to find. You know, speaking of chicken marsala, you know what I'm about to say. That pizza restaurant on the corner of your house, oh, has yeah. chicken marsala slice. Yes, that yes. I would like to make clear that I am the first person to introduce that to your household. You probably are, and it is delicious. I, I, bring, actually, I brought that over, and it was me uh, and. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't know his name on the podcast, but it was a bunch of us over there, and we killed that slice of pizza. And now. I I see it at your house quite often, and I just smile with pride. Yeah, no, it is a good slice of pizza. I'm not gonna lie to you. Chicken marsala. What, what did I have? Oh, yesterday at, at we went to that uh place in Brooklyn, um, and I had that. Oh, was, Chevella is my Paloma Chevella's. spot. My Paloma was terrible yesterday. I didn't want to say it and be that guy at the bar yesterday, but it was terrible. Well, he, he gave tasted me like soda. Yeah, I had. When I see them pull out that measuring cup, I just want to get up and walk away. Well, I mean, a real mixologist does that. But I, um, I had, I had that sangria, I had that sangria rum drink, which was very good. But I had speaking of salad, I had a steak salad from there with like avocado and all kind of stuff in it. It was delicious. The steak. Did they have chimichurri? Uh, no, no chimichurri. It had like a lime, something, but it was very good. I just decided that I'm gonna make some eggs when I get off this uh podcast with you, but. That's unrelated. You know, I've been, I've been uh, really killing breakfast foods these days. I've made shrimp and grits. Did I tell you about my pepper shrimp and grits? Did I tell the people? No. So I've been on, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a historical view of my last few weekends. I've been eating a lot of shrimp and grits, but I went to, I went out a few weeks ago in Flatbush. I was hungry. I'm a big nighttime eater after drinking. I think it's how you wake up feeling like a champion. 
So we went to Peppers and I got some jerk chicken and festival and some pepper shrimp. However, when I got home- They had pepper shrimp that late at night? Yeah, they have pepper shrimp all the time because that shit is like preserved in hotness. Mm. I've had pepper shrimp last three years. <laughs> Y'all can't see, but he looked at me like, what the <laughs> Like, does she believe this? No, but deadass, I think there's enough pepper in there that pepper shrimp could last three years. No, Nonetheless, yeah. that is exactly why at 2 a.m. I decided that it would be best for me not to consume that pepper shrimp. Man, you'd be up so all night. Up at 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. So I put the pepper shrimp in the refrigerator and just ate the jerk chicken. But the next morning... Your girl had ideas, good ones. I got up on a mission. I tossed that pepper shrimp into a pan with some butter and got some grits going. And I had pepper shrimp and grits and it was, oh, sorry. I'm I, um, I really killed it. Pepper shrimp and grits. Mm. Well, you know, I make a good shrimp and grits, but... I um I've been killing the breakfast too. I've eaten a lot of spinach for breakfast because I like love garlic, so I saute my oil and garlic and then throw some spinach in there with some uh, little seasons. Sometimes I make my bacon first and then I throw it in the pan after the bacon with all the bacon grease. Oh man, the spinach comes out so nice. Listen, you are you are on the right track. <laughs> spinach take, and bacon grease though. I take all the piss out of it, but it's all good. Oh no, it's good. It's good. I'm just picturing like green bacon fat. Well, no, you don't really notice. It's just, it just adds a little oil. But you sauté the garlic. I'm aware of the merits of bacon fat. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's the best tasting spinach you're ever going to have. A little salt on there. And you, you oh, but, but let me, let me I, I never really finished. So I made pepper, shrimp, and grits. That was a, a, a whole mood. Like, it was amazing. But then this weekend, I got busy. Yo, what happened to the shrimp and grits recipe you were supposed to send me? Oh, what happened? Being extra dramatic. I asked my brother on Friday night, I said, can you send me that shrimp and grits recipe you made when we were on vacation for Christmas? He said, it's too much to text. I have to tell you in person, in secret, in your ear. Yeah, and I'm right. like, all of this. And I'm like, why? Like, what, what, what? Can you text it to me? I was no, driving I at the time. I can't, I can't, I can't text you. I got to tell you when I see you. He still didn't send me this recipe. This big. Well, I was driving at the time, so I couldn't text it then. Nonetheless, I made a new recipe. I cut up some onions and garlic and tomatoes and all this stuff and sauteed some shrimp in it. I have this um, Burberry spice. And Burberry is like a spice that Ethiopians Ethiopians use in their food. And um, I seasoned up those shrimp and made another shrimp and grits concoction that was... Why don't we we have a shrimp and grits cook-off? I'm with it because I'm two for two right now. Well, I'm a lot more than that, so... Because clearly you're never going to share your secret recipes. No, I'll share, I'll share with you. Next time I see you, I'll give why, you why, why do we have to? Can you text it to me? No, it's too much to text. Oh, it's very yeah. involved. I'd rather show you. Here we go. You know what else I want to get better at, though? I, I feel like I'm doing good with shrimp and grits. I want to get better at making lamb. I really love lamb. Like, I love kofta. I like lollipop lambs. I like merguez spicy meatballs. Like, there's no lamb I've met that I don't like. But I don't really make lamb. We should go to this place in Astoria. Yeah, I'm with it because it's probably Greek. Great, yeah, they have this great lamb kebab kind of thing. It's like ground lamb on a. It looks like a. It looks like a, um, one of those um hot dogs with the pancake around it. What is that called? A corn dog. Uh, it looks like a corn dog, but like the shape. It's wow. the shape of a corn dog, but it's all lamb, ground lamb. Wait, is there any breading? 
No, there's no breading, but it's just I'm, I'm just saying it's on a stick. It's on a stick. Yeah. Well, that's maybe it's good. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. No, I love kofta, but it's I used to work at a restaurant, a tapas restaurant, and we had kofta. It's basically ground lamb with almonds and raisins, ground up. So there's like a sweetness to it. Yeah, I didn't remember any. Uh, maybe there was a little sweetness to it. it had the the white sauce. It was delicious. Yes. So there's a place by the Dumbo location of the wing that I go to and I get a kofta sandwich and now the wing serves a kofta sandwich. And I realized the other day, like I legit love lamb. Well, let's go. We'll go there this week. Yeah, we should. You have a birthday coming up. I know. The big three, five. What am I going to do? I don't even. Do you want to go out for Greek food? Yeah, let's go out for Greek food. One day this week. What are you doing this week? The week is halfway over my, my G. Uh, maybe Thursday or Friday. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I'm going out tomorrow, and then Thursday we can. Uh, guess what? what I'm, uh, guess what? I will. No, I'm. I'm actually gonna have African food tomorrow. But if I wasn't having African food, I would be having oxtail pizza again. You're out of control. You just find a place and you kill it. You beat it to the ground until you don't it's never want to have it again. Good. You know, places close in Brooklyn in six and a half months, so I need to get it in. Um. Yeah, but I don't know what I'm doing for my birthday. I don't. I haven't got any plans. Maybe wife's got a little surprise for me. Something. So. Probably some brunches or some some millennial nonsense. No, please. Yeah. Well, we'll be we'll have we'll have something to talk about next week. Your all the birthday festivities. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm like don't drink too much. I remember most of it. Yeah, don't die on your birthday weekend. Yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> Thirty-five years. Because I'm gonna drink plenty. Yeah, yeah, I, I plan on it too. So, Let me not say that. I feel so morbid nowadays because people are really fucking dying. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, drinking is not going to do it to you unless you OD, oh, super OD. I think we can, I, I, don't, I think we would probably get our, God would probably stop and be like, let me take back that last name first. Now you're done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Facts. All well, right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Sibling Sauce. We are on, we should get on Twitter. Like, we can, like, tweet really funny like one-liners and stuff i think that's what twitter's for i'm trying to get into i don't it. even have twitter i have it but i don't use it i'd like to get into I, it I, that's exactly what i meant to say i have it but i don't think i use i don't use it at all i want to get into it we should i could use sibling sauce as a reason to get into it but yeah follow us on at instagram on um not on twitter uh, facebook uh, spotify, spotify yeah. google podcast. music google podcast apple all of that good stuff Listen, just holler at us. Tag us in your pictures with your sibling at Sibling Saucing. Yep, yep. Till next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Peace out.